Hi, my name is Brian Olson. I'm autistic and I have ADHD and I've been working on getting out of burnout and depression for the last eight days in public. So this is day eight and that's real weird. Um, yesterday, I realized how draining it is to be around people. Even if it's people you like and you know, it's it took so much out of me that I, I slept till like one o'clock today. Um, but because of being able to take that extra rest, I was able to get a lot done that I needed to get done today, which is important because some things you just have to get done even when you are burnt out and depressed. So, you know, one of the things that I've covered before and so many suggestions and different articles and journals about burnout is cutting out what's absolutely not necessary. Because there's some things that are necessary, but cutting out the stuff that's not can really take a, a big load off. And someone that's been watching these videos sent me what they do, and I thought it was super helpful. Uh, they said that, what can I do on a day in a burnout phase? And they said they, they like to go through a, a list. They have a category of, you know, something I should do box and this is a nice little tiny manageable activity box. Now I'm not the kind of person that's going to be writing that down or anything about, but I'll make a mental list and then I can check some of that off as I go. But that's actually been super helpful for me throughout this whole journey too. Um, because sometimes all you can do is this is a nice little manageable thing and it might take you a couple hours to do it. It might take you all day to do just one thing, but you got it done. So that was really cool. Nature, being in nature has also helped exercise, eating, some socializing, depending on what it is. Even that can be super draining, but, you know, people are necessary. And that, that's, it's difficult because for me, I don't feel a connection like I think I should feel it, um, even when you're around people that say that they love you and they, they act like they love you. I don't feel it. It's not, I don't know if it's cause I don't, I don't want to say it's because I don't believe it. I don't think that's the case. Maybe I don't understand it or I don't allow myself to be loved, if that makes sense. I don't think that's it either. I'm going to have to think about that more and research it. If you've had that experience and you've come to a real realization, let me know what you think, because that, I mean, overcoming that, I think will be a big one. Being around people will still be draining, but being able to have that connection might help it be less draining. Someone also asked me, how I learned I was autistic. And I mean, that's been a long journey. I always knew that something was off about me. Maybe not off, but I always knew I was different in a certain way. I didn't react the same way to things that other people did. I would sit and watch people and learn that if they acted this way, they were treated this way. And I just 
even as a kid, all this this pattern recognition and, and learning these different things. And when I would see people react a certain way, I was like, why on earth would you react that way? What would you expect? It's, I mean, A leads to B leads to C and the outcome would be D. Like, I don't, what's the problem? Why are you so emotional? And for a long time, I thought, well, maybe I'm like a sociopath or psychopath or something like that. But then I would research what that meant. And I said, no, like I may relate to some of those traits, but this is definitely not it. And then finally, I just got tired of not finding any answers. So I went to a neuropsychologist and I said, look, something's off. And I know it has to do with my brain. Like I can tell that's what it is. It's not a chemical difference. And we did some testing and then, you know, around that same time I stumbled across autism for the first time because I had no idea what that was. And he said, and I really appreciated this about him. He said, I'm not an expert on autism. Uh, that doesn't mean it's not the case, but I don't see it based off of what I read in this book, which would have been, I'm assuming, uh, traits that would be in a child to diagnose for autism. But he did some testing and he found these different results and he gave me some suggestions or some ideas of what he thought it might be. So I researched those and I agreed with some of it, but the majority of it, I said, no, that is definitely not the case. And then I came across, well, I just started researching more about autism because I just had a feeling like this kind of sounds like it's it. And then the more and more I read it, I, I was literally moved to tears. I'm like, this is, it's been, it's like reading an autobiography that I wrote. Well, that doesn't make sense. Like a, a, a biography about myself written by a complete stranger. And I didn't even know the facts. Like I was just reading it and everything just made sense. I said, yes, this like 100%, well, maybe like 98%. There's a couple of things I was like, eh, meh, but for the majority of it, it was like reading a book about myself and that was liberating. And then I got an official diagnosis and I learned more. And one of the sites that helped me a lot with that was embrace-autism.com fantastic resource, different tests, articles, blogs. I uh, just found out they had a podcast with a ton of information. So I'm going to go through that and see if I can learn more because they talk a lot about burnout and depression and autism and ADHD combo there. But there's one, one other thing that I wanted to share from someone on Twitter or X, the person they're at is Nero underscore Lou or neurodivergent Lou, if you find them. They shared something the other day, and it just really resonated with me. It says, as an autistic person, life got significantly easier when I started to do things how I needed to, not how I thought I should. And that's been a big realization of this whole journey for me so far. And I know it's only been eight days, but I can consume knowledge and disseminate it in like a way that many people don't seem to understand. Um, 
And then they go on to say that I've been recently reflecting on the fact that society often makes us feel like we should do things in a certain way, whether that's working a nine to five job, which I I can't do anymore, Uh, having a massive group of friends or even communicating in a certain way. And for so long, I chased those ideas, thinking that once I got there, I would finally be normal enough or good enough. And I've been in that same boat. And I've reached those milestones, and that just wasn't there. Um, And then they continue. But as an autistic person, I have learned that neurotypical social norms don't always serve me. I am not neurotypical, so why am I holding myself to these norms? All that happened when I held myself to neurotypical norms was I became burnt out exhausted and dysregulated. Even though on paper my life seemed brilliant and I was ticking all the social norm boxes, inside I felt like I was on fire, incredibly distressed. The standard life path doesn't fit for me, and how other people did things I found often didn't work for me. And life got significantly easier when I listened to myself and did things how I needed to, rather than how I thought I should. I stopped taking notes in meetings and classes. I said no when it felt too much to attend something, and I ate food which felt safe even if it wasn't the most varied. So they have a ton of stuff like that on their page, and it's all been super helpful. Just hearing and listening to other people's experiences when they're in burnout or because of their difficulties, it helps. You can learn a lot. You can try different things to help improve your situation in life, even if it's not today, maybe tomorrow or the next day, but you at least have it in your mind, and that can do so much. So, looking forward to day nine. See you then.